Hello, dog. Oh, hello, Karen. Here we are again. Here we are in a semi-momentous um, episode recap. Yeah. Um, so this is the penultimate season six episode, even though it ran in se- season seven. Yeah, it's the ultimate. Uh, oh, it's the ultimate. Oh, that's right. Penultimate yeah. is like right before ultimate, right? It's correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. The one before. The one before. Um, so, so yeah, this is essentially what would have been the season six finale. Um, so this is like as close as we get to things really getting exciting, like where they try and finalize whatever they have going on storyline wise. And um, all I can say is if there were some storylines you hated, they have come to an end. <laughs> Yeah, but nobody's dead, right? Nobody's dead. Nobody is dead. I was very surprised. I thought for sure they'd kill somebody off. They got you. They got me. I think they kill somebody off next episode. They do. Based on the title of the episode. But yeah. So we're at um, Bonacera, Mr. Campbell, part two. That's right. Which... Hulu is saying is what season seven episode, episode six episode I think, seven? right like six or seven it's it may have been seven anyway so this is part yeah. two so yeah so there we we basically pick up even more directly from where we left off last week than we would in a typical episode um it still had I'm, it still had a d bad 80s uh tv show written all over it yeah it did i'm uh, i will try and generate some excitement as we talk about the episode okay so okay we pick up amanda's still kidnapped but now she is run away from the cabin again and it's pouring rain and the cops won't let kyle through because of the rain um but Amanda sees that the older of the two kidnappers is behind her and she keeps running and Peter has not, he's gotten to the cabin and seen that she's missing. So now he's out looking for her too. Can we, I mean, how the hell did that old ass kidnapper, like how the hell was he able to keep up with Amanda? Well, he didn't start out too far behind her and he's bigger than her. I know, but she's and like she's like speedy and slight and she can like hide under things because she's so tiny yeah yeah and she tries that i um, know i know and he's just like this big hulk and whatever with this fucking flashlight yeah and i'm also i'm not really clear what's supposed to be happening with the kidnapper at this point yeah i know me neither i mean i, but I gave up the ghost on that a long time ago because i'm thinking oh he is running after her because they need to make sure she is returned safely to keep the money but can't they also just Take the money and run, and let her run. Yeah, like why? Why is he running after her? Like, like I'm not really sure. Like, yeah. what what is left to be completed for the deal to be considered resolved? I, I know the deal was to leave her in the there. cabin. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it made note because when he started running after, her, I was like, why is he running after her? That's and not she part can't of the deal. really do anything to ID these people. Once they're gone, they're gone. Right. So I don't really know why he's following her, but so Amanda is semi fake in peril running around in the rain. Meanwhile, Lexi is probably legit <laughs> in <to> peril. <laughs> I mean, that was the other thing. All of a sudden, we're on a boat. Like, what? 
Well, we knew they were going to be on a boat. I know, because... but it was like suddenly we're on the boat. It was like a mention, but we didn't see them leave shore. There was no setup. No, and I have to imagine that the way Michael, like, was talking about the rain just came in, that, that, like, wasn't it already raining by the time they set out on the yacht that Lexi bought? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, but we didn't get to see them set out. I mean, for, like, for all we knew, it was like Gilligan, it was Gilligan's Island. They set out a beautiful day for a three-hour tour, and then the weather started getting rough. That tiny ship was tossed. Yeah, that would have been a better, uh, I know. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the minnow would be lost. Wow, keep going. <laughs> Too bad we don't have anyone uh, that's like uh, analogous. We don't have a millionaire. We don't have a movie star. We don't have Mrs. Howell. No, we don't have Thurston. No, 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 no. Who's Gilligan? I'm, I'm everyone, going with Peter. On this show. Yeah, I'm going with Peter. <laughs> I think Kyle is Gilligan. <laughs> I think you might be right. It's hard to, it's like you know, it's hard to root for any of these guys. I want to say Billy is Gilligan, but Billy is like the least problematic. Anyway, we'll get to Billy. We'll get to more of this. Um, it's hard. It's hard to talk about this storyline, not be like personally difficult. But here's the thing. I hate Lexi and they're making me hate Coop right now just because they're getting ready to get rid of Coop. So I don't care about anything that's happening here. Okay. But Coop, but. Coop and Lexi, they're in the middle of the storm at sea, and she's freaking out because she can't swim, and he's very calm, like, and calmer than we've seen him. And there are no life jackets. There's no life jackets. I think we find that out later? No, I think she was, like, flailing around yelling, where are the life jackets? Oh, like, okay. right at that opening while the rain's coming down. So then he goes below deck, and Megan has stowed away. <laughs> so ridiculous this whole thing was so stupid and everyone was completely out of character yes yeah that's the thing oh but the other thing is i like i just don't care like i don't yeah. care <laughs> all of a sudden we've got away megan <laughs> and she was like i think you're good i thought you were gonna i think you're gonna kill her and i'm here to stop you because yeah. i love yeah. you yeah she forgives him because he slept with lexi and she's like she's now, gone back in everything she said 24 hours earlier, she goes, I'll run away with you. You just can't kill Lexi. And he's calm, and he goes, I didn't mean to kill her. I, I'm just trying to scare her. Um, and Lexi, like, calls out from above, so he goes back above deck while Megan just sort of stays down there. Um, and then we go back to where Amanda is running away. She's now perched, and she's, like, hiding from the older captor while Peter is still searching for her. And then, only then, do we get to the credits. Yeah. <laughs> of course, if this was really airing as like a two, like a two-hour thing, this may have not even been a commercial break. So I don't know. Yeah. Um. And don't forget, while all this is going on, Taylor is going into labor. So after the credits, we're at the beach house in the pouring rain, and Taylor is in labor, and Michael says he doesn't think the ambulance will get there in time, so she does what they always have to do on TV. Uh, she's pushing and screaming and wailing, and um, and then the, the kid is born. So now yeah. there's a son, Michael Jr., right? Yeah. Yes, Michael Jr. And and then we cut to Amanda running in the rain some more, and then we move on. Um, we go to Tampa. Um, cause that is where Jeff, Sam's sort of boyfriend, I don't think they ever really broke up. They just had a fight before he went to Florida. So he's, um, doing his like radio gig 
Um, and I'm like, why is it so dark? He's not a photographer. He's not in a dark room. He's just a DJ. Like, you can turn the light on. Um, and Sam has shown up. Uh, she said she apologizes for hurting the people that she loves the most. She tells him she did try to fix things with Jennifer and was honest about that fax about Allison. And, and uh, she, like, asks, is it too late for the two of them? So all along, you've been thinking, like, we don't have much longer with Jeff. And, I mean, you're right, but but you really thought that Jeff and Sam were going to part ways, right? I did. I thought that that was the end of Jeff and Sam. Yeah. So we'll we'll come back to that in a minute. And um, now we are back it, in the cabin, I think, with Peter. And he gets a call on his cell phone from Kyle. So Kyle couldn't go any further because of the ring. So he's sitting at the sheriff's office, and he very calmly starts to say, they're bringing in the body of a woman for me to identify. She's blonde. She's in her mid-30s. <laughs> it's um, probably Amanda. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like it's probably going to be my wife. Yeah. And, um, but the <laughs> phone is breaking up. It turns it's like Peter has dead batteries on his end, so he doesn't hear that part. And, um, I mean, the phone is really doing more than Kyle is because – uh, like, he's not breaking down. He's not emoting in any way. Which, like, your wife is quite likely dead. Your wife has already been kidnapped yet again. And you're running out of chances. And she may be dead. And he's he's pretty stoic. Um, anyway, uh, here's, the, I think, where we go back to Jeff in, in the radio station. So Sam is now calling in from a payphone right outside the building. This whole uh, with, thing was so stupid. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, no, it's stupid. Yeah, so she has this, like, long apology that she's doing as a caller, uh, and she ends up proposing to him. And it's all in baseball metaphors, And it's all using, like, baseball speak, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then he finally, like, ends the call and runs out and embraces her and, and accepts her proposal, and she's like, for whatever, five months and 14 days, whatever is left in, like, the six months it'll take for her divorce from Billy to become final. Yeah, she's Um, gonna marry him. And I got to say, the only good thing about these Tampa scenes is um, that there's no rain because there's like such a monsoon going on in all of these other (laughs) scenes. That's like, well, at least it's just nice, humid Florida weather. It's Florida. So it means it will rain again in five minutes, just not the five (laughs) minutes we're watching. And so, okay, so there's your there's your ending, right? Jeff and Sam, he forgives her. She like sucks it up and is an adult. And it looks like they will stay together. And I guess this they're going to the move last... to Tampa? I guess, yeah. She's She's gone for Melrose. Okay. So this this is the last we see of them, right? So they have no big goodbye for, for Sam. Like, like no no goodbye. Like, she just disappears. No, she doesn't even the... make it to the end of the finale. Wow. That's and so she end. just disappears from the Melrose place. Like, nobody, never to be mentioned again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure no one mentions her again. Wow. Like, nobody packed up her apartment. Like. Amanda just like auction the shit off or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember who they talk about once we dive into the next episode. Because um, what do you say? Yeah, XYZ's gone. Yeah, XYZ's gone. Yes, yeah, so and so left. Yes, yeah, so and so's gone. I think in total we lose six characters this episode. Whoa! And, um, okay, so Sam and uh, are we counting Jeff as a character to lose? I'm ca- including Jeff here. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're down. Um, we're, we're down. So we're down two. We're All down right. two for now. All right. Um. So so that's it. That's that's Sam and Jeff. Goodbye, Bye, Sam. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. 
Um, okay, so Kyle is waiting for this Jane Doe, basically just looking like a fool. He really is our Gilligan. Yeah, he is our Gilligan, isn't he? And they do this long flashback to one of um, Kyle and Amanda's scenes when, like, they're first getting together as a couple, like, back in season five, I think. Yeah, when it was like, I love you or whatever. When they started having, like, their good tension. Um, And then the cop brings him in and he opens the body bag. And, I mean, of course, it's it's not not her. It's not her. Um, but before we can see what is happening, whether Amanda's running left or Amanda's running right, um, we go back to Lexi. We're and going where... to the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, covering all the nature. Um, this is where I have in the notes that she's freaking out because there aren't life jackets and the radio isn't working, but she probably said that before, too. I, th- I swear I swear it was before, I mean, but anyway, yeah. It's not worth swearing. I believe you. Um, okay. And... So Coop is like continuing his charade and she she locks herself below deck um to hide from him and that's when she sees Megan. <laughs> and so Megan so Megan's just like, Yeah, I'm here, uh, but I'm trying to make you listen to me and Coop's not gonna kill you and Lexi's like, You're the one who was wrong and he keeps banging on the deck like the top of the door, I think with his flashlight. I don't know. Um, it's making a lot like, of noise. It, but now he seems like really, really deranged. Yeah. Um, and at this point, I just like, I hope they all go down. Like, I'm right. not, I'm not <laughs> rooting for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we come back from a commercial and we're here with them again. And Megan says that she won't let Coop hurt her. And they hear, I, I guess the banging stops. So Megan goes above deck and Lexi is alone and she's scared. And now it's really playing like a horror movie. It's very yeah. much like Friday the 13th. And Where's she... Coop? We can't find him. Yeah. 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 We're not hearing from Megan. We're not hearing anything. And she moves towards like the bedroom or I don't know what you would call it there, but where the bed is. And um, there's an open window. So it's like, wait, has Coop snuck down here? So then she runs up. But that's when Coop emerges above deck and he and Lexi are fighting. And of course, Megan gets close to try and intercede and she's the one who goes overboard. Right. So it's like, oh no, this is the big line crossing moment. They, they successfully pull her back up and this is when they really, like they'd already lost me. So then they lose me again. Oh, they, yeah, this, this was just wrong. This is, this is where it's of all the wrong ways to try and, turn a character or just write a character out this is maybe the wrongest Coop is lamenting all the things that have gone wrong and it's somehow now all Megan's fault for the way he's been acting with Lexi because he wanted to be a better person for Megan so she made him do all these things she made him almost kill Lexi because he wasn't enough for her she wanted to save the world and at the end i almost killed someone for you tonight and like he has his big moment and i'm like scratching my head about like what is all like what what like are you serious you're making this megan's fault and then he's calm he goes to turn back the boat and i think the rain has also just stopped where they are yeah. um, i think they must have run out of money yeah <laughs> or they only had it for the first five takes i don't yeah. know um but yeah so like not to dwell too much, but this is really stupid. The whole thing. The is whole dumb. idea. The whole idea that like Coop is now. Oh, and I think I. 
No, it comes later. Uh, Lexi says a bit more about what Coop was like during their marriage, and it feels like a retcon. But the idea that he's got this well, good temper or is like really prone to violence is like stuff that we didn't see the first twenty odd episodes of the season. Yeah, I mean everything about Coop and Lexi, like both these characters, have been retconned to death, and they've only yeah. been on the show what two seasons? One. Oh, one. it feels like two, maybe to you, but it's just one. One season, and there's so much retconning going on between the two of them. It is unbelievable. Like, how many times, like, Coop shows up kind of, like, deranged because he's here to, like... He's got a mission. ...ruin yeah, Michael ruined, because of Kate Yeah, Yeah, and then, and then all of a sudden we've got awesome Coop who is, like, the stand-up guy, and now he falls in love with Megan. And now we've got this deranged Coop who's, like, you know, The Shining... Like, what the fuck? No. Yeah, I mean, like, the the Coop thing is the biggest mystery. Not even in that it's a retcon, just in, like, I'm not really sure how far they want us to believe he was pushed. Or not was pushed, pushed himself, changed. Because it's like, yeah, he does sort of stop himself from doing anything to Lexi, but did he really want to kill Lexi? And uh, do I care? Right. No. And And even their marriage, you know what I mean? Like, he was like, the marriage, the, like, their divorce was contentious but we never got that he was abusive or whatever and no. you know Lexi was the one that wanted to d- dump his ass really that's right yeah yeah I, I don't know the whole thing's stupid I hated that storyline yeah no this one was really bad because Megan and Coop I was totally shipping them and I now I'm just, and now that's just it just sucks I wish one of two things had happened and um uh, I mean I don't know if this is slightly spoilery I wish Coop had stayed and he and Megan could have stayed together until like whatever other storylines happened mm-hmm. or that Megan had left and they wrote Coop and Megan out together. Yeah. So I wish one of those two things. Yeah, I agree. Um, again, I will say, and I'll say it probably again, unless I forget, I don't think Lyndon Ashby was the problem here. And I think he's better than a lot of the other men they have brought onto this show. I tend to agree. Um, okay, so I don't know if you guys remember, but Billy is still on this show, yeah. at least for a little bit. <laughs> so he shows up for the first time, like, more than halfway through this episode. Um, he goes, even though he and Jennifer are currently fighting, he does go up to her apartment. Um, he's gruff and self-righteous and says that he's only there to finish his own packing. And so Jen is all forlorn and she goes to take a shower. And Michael calls to tell Jennifer that she's an aunt that he, that Taylor and he had their son. Um, and there's like some more Michael Billy, like tension, uh, which comes out of nowhere. Like Michael and Billy of all the men, and they're the only two left on the show that go back to the beginning. Um, like this isn't their history. They don't really have much shared history, but it's not like, it's not like Billy and Jane were so tight that Billy had been an adversary for Michael. It's not like Michael and Allison were so tight or Michael and Amanda did anything that really pissed Billy off. Like, there's no reason for Billy and Michael to be anything but bros, even in this storyline. So it's, like, nice that you have two OGs still kind of dealing with each other. But I don't understand why Michael keeps, like, going into Billy so hard. Yeah, I don't either. There's no real payoff. But anyway, so Billy goes into the bathroom. He tells Jennifer the news about the baby while she's in the shower. And then she goes, well, do you want to join? And he says he can't and walks away. Um, And then we go to Jane and Taylor, I think. 
Um, and Jane is like talking to Mikey Jr. and saying how she'll be one of his mommies. So they're confusing this kid off right from the start. And um, Taylor asks to hold him. So Jane, of course, hands him over. But feeding the baby is hard and she's sad. And it looks like she has no good maternal instincts. And remember, she still wants Jane and Michael to really raise this kid. So now we're back to Amanda. Guess what she's doing? She's running. (laughs) She's still running. (laughs) Um, But then, and now she gets to a ledge. So she can't keep running. So she starts lowering herself down. Of course, the guy, the kidnapper, catches up to her. So he starts shooting at her. So again, this is my question is like, does he just want to kill her? Is he just mad at her? Is he mad at the episode? Um, is he deranged? Or is this all still part of an act? But Peter has caught up to him. He attacks him, and he lies. He says that the the go-between, the I mean, the James Farentino character, uh, did give him the order to stop. And this way they can both be heroes, which is not what happened. He was just like, well, your girl fucked things up. Pardon my French. Um so he tells him to fire a shot for good measure and run away, which seems to be what he does. What he does. And, Pe- uh, and yeah, Peter has been able to, like, be the hero and rescue Amanda. Um, and after commercial, we see him. He's been, again, the rain has stopped. He is carrying her to a nearby motel. They get to the motel and they have, like, the worst motel clerk I've ever seen. He says, what are you doing here? The phone is down. Leave. Like, the proprietor is just a real a-hole. Um, but they, they get a room and Amanda does, this is, this is the other thing. This plot is so stupid. And yet it somehow seems to be working for Peter, which is the guy I never want things to work out for. (laughs) Um, she calls him her personal hero. Um, and then we, I think we cut to Kyle at the station. He gets a call on his cell phone, but it's not from Peter. Um, because the phone is down, it's from Taylor. So then we have like, a sort of fan servicey closing the loop scene. Right. Um, she's saying the kid was born. She says it was a miracle and he like has no time for this. He's right. not having it. Um, and she says she's turning over a new leaf and she wants him and Amanda to be happy and that she's going to sell her share of the restaurant. Um, and really, he really doesn't care. He's not really paying attention. He says, good luck and hangs up. Um, <laughs> and at this point, the rain has seemed to have started up again. Or maybe this is just a, a lack of continuity. Actually, I don't know what I said maybe. I'm sure it's just a lack of continuity. But yeah, so we have this semi-goodbye from Taylor with Kyle, which is like, of all the closure, not anything I needed. Because Taylor belongs in jail. But whatever. Um, oh, so we're at the hospital now. And... Jane has come over to Michael um, because Jennifer is crying over Billy and how they seem to be going separate ways now. Um, And Jane tells Michael that Billy was the one for Jennifer, which is like, Jane, you've seen this for two seconds. I know, but how did, how did she know that Michael was the one to ruin it? Um, Jennifer. Actually, I don't know. Cause I don't know if Billy said to Jennifer that he heard from Michael about the facts, I think maybe Jane just knows just how terrible knows these Michael things. still is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah he, he like admits that he screwed up and that he really did do it. And she's like, "Well, you can still fix it. Meddle a little bit more." Um, 
And then we go to the motel. So Jane, uh, Peter and Amanda are in a room together. And, and of course, because they're soaked, they have to like avoid hypothermia. But we don't really get to that yet. But Amanda says she thought she was going to die out there. Um, and um, I mean, like you could say that every two episodes, Amanda. Um <laughs> Especially this, this season. Uh, this season, yes. Amanda's um, been in peril an awful lot. And I think we go to a commercial and come back. And, of course, we see them, like, half naked in bed together. So we're left to wonder what happened. And they're waking up because Kyle is knocking at the door. Um, I'm not really sure at what point they were able to contact him. Um, so he's a little mystified that, like, Peter's in his boxers and Amanda's half naked, but they explain that it was the hypothermia, and even though it seems weird, he thanks Peter and kisses Amanda, and Peter, like, looks away, pained, like, he can't bear to watch Amanda kiss her husband. Um, we're at the airport now. So Jennifer's there with Jane. Michael was supposed to drive her, so she's mad that Michael couldn't even, her own brother couldn't even drive her to, um, the airport to say goodbye. Um, and she says, if she had a second chance, she'd never blow it. And Jane is like, well, look, I think your second chance is here. And Michael comes walking to their gate with Billy. Um, so Jen, who just says, if she had a second chance, she'd never blow it. The first thing she then says to Billy is you hurt me and I'm mad at you. (laughs) But luckily, so I think what happens is, Billy is at the gate to go directly to Italy. Jennifer is at her own gate to go to New Jersey. Um, And Billy's explanation for his, like, last-minute change of heart, because it seems like he is now going to join her on the Jersey-bound flight and then the later go on to Italy together, is he was like, I was having bad coffee and a bad airport burrito, and I realized I still wanted you. Right. And he's saying he came to that realization before Michael found him at the gate and, like, told him to come over. So they kiss and make up, and and that is and there goes the two last more. we see, right? And there goes two more. So now we're down yeah. four, right? Yes, we're down four. Sorry, down I had four. to do math. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're down. Four. Down. Down four. No more Billy again. Our one of our originals. Um, no more Jen. Bye, Jennifer. Um, we'll miss you. Enjoy Charmed. We'll miss. Glad that your career takes off. Yes. Um. And then Jane kisses Michael and congratulates him for doing good. So the the enabling has become. Um, so, okay, here's an interesting thing. Kyle has brought Amanda and Peter back to Melrose Place, and they actually mention Billy leaving. And I mm-hmm. think Kyle says something like, yeah, I told, uh, told Billy that I would call him and let, you know, let him know when you were okay. It's like, oh, wait, so you mean amid all of this? Billy knows that Amanda has been kidnapped and her life is in danger? And he's not even like mentioning this or offering it, to help or and doing it. He's not it. even like a little bit worried yeah. or yeah. even a little bit. Still focused on the bad burrito. Not even like a mention like yeah. And I was just thinking about how Kyle might be losing Amanda and to put things in perspective. Like none of that. Nope. Nothing. So yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, he says he'll uh, give Billy a call, which is nice that Kyle and Billy seem to have bonded because I don't think they ever shared a line together. Um. And then we're with Coop one more time. So Megan comes to the office to see Coop. And it's kind of funny because I feel, what's the secretary's name? Carrie? 
I have no idea. I'm going to call her name? Carrie. Okay. It may, and she's the one, you know, that was threatening to sue Michael. Oh, right, because she was dating Michael. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Coop is here. He's packing up. Things are still over between him and Megan. Um, but she comes to, like, see him and plead with him. And the, so the secretary, Carrie, is like, oh, he says he doesn't want to see anyone. Don't go in there. So she goes in there. Yeah. Um, and Coop is, like, level-headed. He says he's not angry. And she's like, let's have dinner tonight. And he says he can't because he ended up getting a job in Philly at that hospital after all. Yeah, they, they never filled they, the position. Did they never fill the position or did they fire the other guy? Or they couldn't – or the guy didn't work out or whatever. But the Maybe position is open again. He says he's doing something like with research or something. Yeah. So he's going right back to where he said he wouldn't before. Yeah. So it's no longer the now when Megan and Coop scene because Lexi has to show up um, because Coop has also called the lawyer and said the marriage is over. Um there goes the 10 mil. There's a fun scene of him yelling at the secretary. He's like, Carrie, are you just letting everyone in? It's like <laughs> kind of funny. But yeah, so the marriage is over. The 10 million is over. And and Lexi's like, but now I'm out 10 million. And he's like, well, I didn't tell you to buy the yacht. I didn't tell you to do pay any your taxes. of this. Yeah, yeah, I didn't tell you to pay your taxes. Yeah, exactly. Um, And Megan is like pleading with him again. She says she loves him. And he says she doesn't. And he, like, really makes everything Megan's fault again. It's just gross. Um, and and then I think he leaves, and we, we're just left with the two women. Yeah, and it's like all of a sudden they're going to be and best friends. And that's it for Coop. Yeah, so yeah, Coop's Lexi, Yeah, so this is more of, like, Lexi recharacterizing their marriage. She says, um, like, oh, I lived with those mood swings for eight years. And Megan's like, why did you marry him then? She's like, well, there was a hot man in the next room, and there was all the money. And she's like, I'd buy you a coffee and we could talk more, but, you know, I'm, broke. I'm out $10 million. <laughs> and Megan's like, oh, that's a, all right. And she's like, well, maybe we can go down to the lounge and scrounge some bad coffee or something. And so the two of them seem to have um, some sort of accord and, and they go out to get coffee together. And it looks like it looks like they will not be enemies now that Coop is gone. So now we're, we've lost five. Five five down, one to go. So five are off the board. Yeah. Cleaning house. This is a, this is like a, wow. This is a purge. It is a purge. Holy I mean, shit. I, it's, it's, at least it was spread out a bit last season. Yeah. This is all at the end of this episode. Um, I will say, so Sam and Jeff get, they end up together. They're written off. They, you know, like walk into the Tampa sun and Jennifer and Billy end up together. So I'm like, they could have done this for Jake and Allison the season before too. They could have pushed them apart close to the end of the season and then had them reunite in the finale and live together rather than like instead been like, well, Jake has this Insta family with his biological son and his newly divorced baby mama. Just saying, I still think Jake and Allison should have ended up together but then they wouldn't have had but then they wouldn't have had allison falling off the wagon in atlanta so okay fine um jane and michael are now here talking about she's remembering when she had her miscarriage in season one and how she always thought he felt relieved when she miscarried and he says he maybe wasn't ready to grow up then you think um but he wants a family now and he says now he's going to be the man she thought he was when they got married nine or ten years earlier 
So Taylor has been napping, and they go to check in on her. And guess what, guys? She's, She's gone. gone. But she left a note. She left a note. And so she has left town with Mikey Jr. And they have seen the last of Taylor, but we have not. Because then they see her. She's packing up her car, and she's talking to little Mikey and saying how she's going to be, like, the better person. And, you know, like, she's she had to look back to see how bad she was to start a new blah, 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 blah. Um, and I guess she's driving all the way back to Boston. I guess Where so. she's going to vow to be uh, a better mom. But, like, they show her, like... And when she's packed up and she drives away because they show, like, it says baby on board, um, like, she's in, she's on, like, some cul-de-sac somewhere. Like, she's not, the car isn't outside, the beach house, the car isn't by the hostel. Like, I don't know how she made this quick getaway. I don't know where she is. She's just in some, like, random I mean, but it looked like a beach community because there was, like, sand on the road. I mean, I think that we were supposed to assume that she was at the beach house. Maybe they just couldn't have access to the... Maybe they didn't have the house itself. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe they ran so, out of money. <laughs> and that's it. And that's the last we see of Taylor. So now we're down six. Now we have lost six of our characters. I do uh, want to say so in the Melrose reboot from two thousand nine, one of the characters on that new crop is Michael's son. Oh, but it's not. It's not, it's not this Mike, guy. It's not this Mike, one. In like the ten years between the end of this series and the the reboot, Michael has apparently had like even more wives and had a couple more kids, um, and so they never acknowledge who the mom is, or if they do, it's like the end of the season, and I hadn't been watching. Um, so he he and Jane do not survive. Uh, I I won't say at what point they don't seem to be together. Um, but Jane and Michael are not together when the reboot When happens. the reboot happens. Wow. Keep in mind, when the reboot happens, Sid is also alive. They bring her back to life just to kill her off again. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, like, that's not really canon. Um, Jane, Josie Bissett and Daphne Zuniga and Heather Locke, they all make cameos over the course of that reboot season. Um and they're all in different phases of their life at that point. But no, so this, we never find out anything more about Taylor or what happens with this kid. The one that shows up in the, the reboot is a totally different kid, I believe. Amazing. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like we really got to see some of what Taylor and Rena do best at the very end of her time on the show. It's too bad it was abridged. And I don't think the character got what she deserved for better or worse. Because um, I think she should have had a real comeuppance and i also think like i wish i could have seen her and michael be a real couple but but this is what they gave us that would have been fun actually because they're both it would have so, been the most fun yeah that would have they're, been fun yeah but alas yeah and so we're left with one final scene now what did lisa rena go on to do like why did she leave she was just oh like, well she was she was crazy. pregnant in real life at this time and i think she was married to i mean yes i know she was married to harry hamlin by then so i think maybe she was like uh, I don't need this. I I'm might gonna, as well just go. I might as well just be mom with my rich TV star husband and then figure stuff out. She r- only rarely did any actual like acting. Most of her stuff was as a personality. She hosted a soap net talk show and then oh, did the real housewives of Beverly Hills where she continues to like be dominant. But there was um, she and Harry Hamlin are both on season one of Veronica Mars. Oh, which, that's right. Of course. Which is kind of an anomaly in her career. 
Um, it's that is an excellent show. That is an excellent first season of a show. Yeah, um, and she, it's not a huge role, but she's on for through the season, and she's very good at it. Yeah, she was that 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 whole well that whole first season, like you said, was spectacular. Yeah, that yeah, show. and Harry Hamlin was excellent in that yeah. season. As yeah, well. I completely forgot they were in that. That's right. Yeah. Um, and th- and that's like really the uh, the only other like bright shining. But it's not like she left Melrose her. to go do that. She like, didn't she, leave for she... another show. Like it's not like uh, Alyssa Milano leaving for Charmed. Right. She just um, got out of Dodge. Yeah, I kind of think most of the people that were written out left because they were done with it and just didn't want to. <laughs> they knew it was the sinking ship. Kind yeah. of. Like, I mean, like you yeah. know, they were never going to write Billy yet, so I think that was really interesting. Being like, okay, I'm good. I'm done with the acting thing. Yeah. And. Um, you know, Alyssa Milano, when leaving for Charmed, does get to stay in the Aaron Spelling universe, so good for her. It, this That's the one that works to anyone's advantage the most. I agree. And now we got one more yeah. scene, right? One more yeah, moment? Yeah, and it's like just as stupid as you're oh, anticipating. Um, Amanda wakes up in her apartment, and she sneaks out of her bedroom to place a call to Peter um thanking them and talking about like their connection and at first we see like kyle's shadow and then we actually see him he's standing up like right in the doorway overhearing the conversation she says something like how peter always comes through for her and we slow-mo end it with kyle like goes back into the bedroom and she hangs up so it's like whatever peter was trying to do it seems to have worked because Amanda now seems to have a place in her heart for him all over again. And Kyle is again, jealous just where we were at the beginning of season six. Great. So we've made no forward progress. None at all. Uh, Unless you say getting rid of Sam. Cause I do. <laughs> oh, that's true. So, okay. We've got six players off the board. Um, we, they are going to bring new people in. They actually just bring in one new main player um another uh another guy okay um so i'll let you meet him when they introduce him okay. but um they also bring in i don't know if you know the actress rena sofer um mm. she's primarily daytime general hospital like bold and the beautiful um she's had like guest roles um but primarily from the daytime world and um th- she's never in the the opening credits but she ends up also playing a pivotal role in season seven as someone who has like a connection to Amanda who they again retcon her backstory. Um, okay. So, so it's actually a thinner cast. It is. Yeah. They, they, they do slim it down. It, I guess it was already slimmed down for season six, but then we lost so many more that um, yeah, yeah really, it's really... like, I think it's a cast of eight, four men, four women. Wow. It really? Um, it was an exodus. The next episode. Holy shit. Yeah. And that was the season. I mean, I know technically we're in season seven, so whatever. Um, Y'all, we're we're in the home stretch, man. We are. I'm. I I can't remember a lot of what happens. Like I remember some plot points. I don't remember how they carry out through an entire season. I hope there's something in here that you will enjoy. I just don't remember what it might be. Um. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I still feel like we have a long way to go. We do. I mean, this, yeah, this will take us to a significant part of 2022, assuming we don't all just die. So, um, (laughs) there's that. There's that. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I have a lot more overarching analysis of uh, the way this all wrapped up. But I'm glad that Billy and, and Jennifer did stay together. I actually liked them as a couple. I did too. Um, I'm, I'm, I like that Jane is back. She doesn't add a ton, but it's nice to see her. Yeah, um, yeah I don't have anything else to say. The yeah. show is where the show is. Yeah, me neither. Hopefully we'll have more to say next episode when we have some new players on the board or at new player on the board and um and some new storylines. Yes. And uh it does kind of start out with a bang next week. Alright, so I'm um, trying to just... stay hopeful here. Okay, stay hopeful. Okay. <laughs> You do that. <laughs> yeah. Talk it into yourself and, and maybe it will be there. <laughs> We're almost done. Then we get to go do a good show. Yeah. So again, guys, we are open to um, suggestions. We kind of have an idea of what we might do next when we leave the block for good. But um, if there's shows you want us to take on next, let us know. We're, ha- um, we're happy to field requests. Yeah, always. And that goes uh, for our Boulevard conversation, which is, I believe, where we're headed now, right? Yeah, let's go there now. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna run. <laughs> I gotta walk. get off the block. I can't. <laughs> you guys, take care and stay well, and we will catch you back next week on the block with new blood. <laughs>